What's hey, up, welcome back, guys. <laughs> welcome back. <laughs> yeah, the Rookie Podcast. We are here. We are ready to make a splash in media with the AFC West. So stupid. <laughs> I'll put maybe I'll put it at the end of the episode. Oh, oh. my goodness. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> so we're here doing the AFC West. We are. Go back and watch one of the last three episodes where we're talking about the AFC North, South, or East. Yeah, or we're finishing off the AFC now. Yep. We got four more weeks of this. Mm-hmm. We're, we're only halfway there. Only halfway there. Today. I'm actually really excited for um, the North in the NFC. I, I really, I, I think that's a very competitive con- division. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it will be next it's year. It's like a lesser version of the AFC North. Yeah. Where the AFC North, like, all the teams are, like, really good. The NFC North, all the teams are just mid. I think the Lions could be really good this year, but that's not what we're talking about. No, we're today. talking about the AFC West. We're talking about the future back-to-back Super Bowl champions. Patrick Mahomes. Pat, that's the guy, yeah. Well, uh, we'll get to him. Let's do him second. Let's start Ooh, with the Raiders. You want to start with the – you want to open with the Raiders. Yeah, you're right. Let's start with the Chiefs. All right, Kansas City. Uh, if you don't know how this works, uh, basically we give out a certain amount of points. You'll you'll get it. And if you want to see our rankings for other teams and divisions, check them out. Yeah, it might be in like the description of the podcast if you're on. Uh, if, if if I feel like typing that if much, it feels like typing that much on on Spotify, and you can probably uh, just see our last episodes, but we're going to start off with the chiefs. Uh, and we start off with quarterback. What do you think about their quarterback? Uh, this, uh, Patrick Mahomes fellow, Patrick Mahomes. He's pretty good. My notes, I got notes for every position here and that just says Patrick Mahomes. It also says 21 out of 20. Cause I gave them the extra point right there. Enough said. Enough said. I also gave him a 21 out of 20. He is undoubtedly the best quarterback in the league right now. Yep. And it's not even really that close. Like, his floors are lower than some other guy's ceilings, and that's when he loses usually to Joe Burrow or Josh Allen mm-hmm. or the Colts. The Colts sometimes, I guess. But um, like, like his floor isn't that low, but those guys' ceilings just touch his floor, just get a little bit higher than it. And uh, and yeah, he's he's really good. He's a very accurate quarterback. He threw for uh, 5,200 yards last season. And it was kind of not to the best receivers either. Yeah, um, Juju is his number one last Ju- year. Juju is his number one receiver and uh, MVS as his number two receiver. And, I mean, a lot of it came from Travis Kelsey. But mm-hmm. even without Travis Kelsey there, he still would have had almost 4,000 yards. Um, right. And I think I think he probably still would have broken that 5,000. But, yeah, uh, yeah, enough said. Everyone knows Patrick Mahomes. He just elevates everyone around him, makes him better. Yeah, it's like prime Tom Brady. There's nothing he can't do on the field. For real. Uh, On the running backs, what do you think? I give him a 5 out of 8 here. Isaiah Pacheco, he had a good rookie season, especially for a 7th-round pick. He had over 830 yards and averaged nearly 5 yards a carry. And then, you know, behind him there, you also got Jarek McKinnon and Clyde Edwards-Alaire, who are solid backs to compliment him, so... Yeah, I, I completely agree. I had him in a five as well. Um, I, I like I like the running backs. They're they're not bad. They're not they're not that good, but um, they're solid. I think he's a good pass blocker as well. Uh, kind of more of a fullback, uh, Pacheco. Yeah, he's a, he's a stout little guy, and I've seen he uh, certain times the edge rushers will get around. Um, <laughs> stop! What? <laughs> Are you saying stout little guy? No. 
What? I was just thinking about the beginning of the podcast. You know, just oh, <laughs> it's just some stupidity. Oh my goodness. Uh, but yeah, he's he's a stout fellow. He he blocks when when he needs stout to block. Stout fellow is kind of funny though. Stout fellow is kind of funny. Yeah, thank you. I'm a comedian. Uh, under running back or wow, wow again off of running backs now. Uh, to On receivers. To receivers. Uh, like we said earlier, uh, MVS and Juju. Mm-hmm. But Juju's not even there anymore. Juju's gone. Um, He's with the Patriots. Tune into last week's episode to hear what we think about Juju on the Patriots. Spoiler alert, I gave the Chiefs wide receiver room the same as the Patriots. <laughs> gave them both a 5 out of 12. I gave them a 6. I was a little bit more generous. MVS is their top guy right there, and he's a good number 2 receiver to have maybe, but I, I, he's not a great number 1. Kadarius Tony, it seems like they're very high on him, but he has yet to consistently show anything. Uh, either on the Giants or on the Chiefs last year, maybe with a full offseason under his belt in Kansas City. He'll get more involved and be more consistent, but I just haven't seen it yet. And after that, which is already a pretty mediocre start, it just falls off a cliff. You got Sky Moore, Justin Watson, Richie James, who they signed from the Giants. Uh, They also drafted a receiver, Rasheed Rice, in the second round. He did have 1,300 yards and 10 touchdowns as a senior at SMU, but... I mean, there's not a lot there after Tony, and that's saying a lot. Yeah, uh, nothing nothing too impressive. Just kind of mid and bad, personally, my, my thoughts on that. What you give? You gave him a six, he said? I gave him a six, yeah. All right, well, Mahomes, he doesn't always need – he doesn't need those shiny receivers, and that's because he's got uh, the best tight end in the league and a future Hall of Famer in Travis Kelsey. Top five tight end all time. He's Probably. insane. I mean, he has a th- he's had at least 1,000 yards every year since 2016. And the two years before that, when he didn't get 1,000 yards, it was over 800. Yeah. He uh, has over 10,000 receiving yards already. Glorified receiver. <laughs> just He's just a real big receiver. Really, honestly. Mm-hmm. And when uh, in the rare occasion where a different tight end is catching it, Noah Gray and Blake Bell are, are solid tight ends too. So I, I gave this position a 9 out of 8. My extra point going there too. Yeah, my uh, the extra point, if you don't know how it works, is just the best position out of the four teams in this uh, conference. Division. D- division, excuse me. Yeah. Uh, it's just we who we think is the best embodiment of that position, which is, uh, which is why we gave – Patrick Mahomes, a 21 out of 20. I'm assuming you also gave Kelsey a 9. I did, yeah. Uh, 1,300 yards, 12 touchdowns, 110 receptions. That's crazy. The cl- He's unstoppable. The next closest tight end, I, I believe, was Mark Andrews, and he didn't even uh, – he wasn't even close. Uh, I can pull up the stats on Mark Andrews. You could. Uh, but I'm not going to. Uh, we Based. don't really need to. He, he is – A terrible tight end. <laughs> He's a ter- uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was not that funny. Oh, it was <laughs> just... We're just comedians today, dude. Oh. We're we're killing it. Yeah, you know throw a laugh track it? in there. Their O line. There is. It's one of the best offensive lines in the league, I'd say. A very underrated offensive line. You know, all the talk last year when it came to O line talk was about Philadelphia and it was much deserved. They had a fantastic offensive line. Dare I say one of the best offensive lines of all time. Ever even. Uh that is what that means. <laughs> But Kansas City, don't forget about their offensive line. Very good last year, and it did get slightly worse. They did lose Orlando Brown Jr. He went off and signed with the Bengals, a much-needed signing there for Cincinnati. But they still got some good players. They got Creed Humphrey, good center. They got Joe Tooney, 
Uh, they were both pro bowlers a season ago. They also went out and signed uh, Devion Smith and Juwan Taylor. I did originally have them at an 8 out of 10 here, but I upped them, gave them a 9. Uh, I also had them at an 8 out of 10 and then upped them. Uh, 9 out of 10. They they uh, they protect that little guy back there, that little um, Kermit the Frog back there. Little stout man. Little stout. Little, oh, well, no, not, he's not stout. He's he's quite a fellow. Oh. He's a large man. I guess when Pacheco's running the ball. When Pacheco's running the ball, they, they, block for they him. protect that stout little man. Uh, they, yeah, they do a good job of it. Um, best quarterback in the league. you got to protect him, right? Yep. Give him a 9 out of 10. Both gave their offensive line a 9. To the defensive side of things now, what would you give their defensive line out of 15? I gave him a 13, and I uh, or I gave him a 12, and then I bumped it up to 13. I think they have the best D-line out of these four teams. Um, yeah, that's it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I gave them an extra point as well. It was originally an 11. I bumped them up to a 12. Chris Jones, he's the star of just the defense as a whole. Uh, one of the big stars on this team. And he, he got 15 and a half sacks last year. Uh, they got George Karloftis, who is, had six sacks as a rookie. He's going into year two now, the former first-round pick. Uh, they got Derek Nadi in the middle of that defensive line. And they also drafted Felix Andudike Uzama at the end of the first round. What's that? Uh, him. Uh, His name. It's him. Okay. It is him. We'll, we'll see how good he is. And, and yeah, some just solid... Solid defensive line right there. Enough to get that extra point. Yeah, buddy. Uh, their linebackers, I think their linebackers are pretty good this year. Uh, I give them a 7.5 out of 10. Hmm. They, uh, shoot, I don't have my stats up. Sorry. I gave them an 8 out of 10. Oh. I thought it was pretty good. That, did I steal your thunder? I was no, trying to no. fill your silence. That's okay. That's okay. I gave them an 8 out of 10. Though. They got Willie Gay there. He's going into his third, maybe his fourth season now. Oh. Nick Bolton, who had that. Uh, scoop and score in the Super Bowl. He's been real good, as is Drew Quink. Drew, holy crap, how am I screwing this up? <laughs> Drew Tranquil. He's a solid linebacker. <laughs> Bolton and uh, Tranquil, they both had over 100 tackles last year. And then uh, Tranquil also had five sacks and 10 tackles for loss. Good stuff. You took the words right out of my mouth. I was going to say every single word you said. Word for word verbatim. Verbatim. Defensive backs. What you got going on in the secondary? Defensive backs. I, I have them at a, f- uh, I believe a four. Yeah, at a oh, seven. Wow. Or a, a, excuse me, a six out of ten. I was looking four at my out of seven. special teams. Oh, spoiler. Um, six out of ten. I I didn't do too much research into them, but they were they were looking fine. Uh, playing against teams like the Bills and and the uh, Bengals. There, I mean, they can't really keep up with those really good receivers, but they they locked down a lot of those lesser than receivers they had a lot of um what was it the the points they scored were a lot more than the points that they didn't score that's true scored against them i can't wow i need to just stop talking i gave their secondary a six out of ten as well trent mcduffie is going into season two he was a first round pick and he was okay as a rookie Uh, legeria sneed plays opposite him and he was good last year yeah over those first three seasons or over the last three seasons now he has eight picks and 26 passes deflected. Uh, they also have second-year player Brian Cook, who's currently slated to be their starting safety, but they could also just start Mike Edwards there, who they signed from the Bucks. They also have Justin Reed there, who's probably the best player in the secondary, but he's no superstar. Yeah, I, I completely forgot about Lenarius Sneed. Uh, 11 passes deflected is quite a lot. I mean, um, 
Yeah, that's uh, still I, six. Still six. Special uh, teams. Special teams. I have them at a four out of seven. They they were okay. I think Pacheco should probably not be the return guy anymore. Even though he's all right, I think Cordarius Tony did a pretty good job in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. He got it, and maybe that's on the blockers for for doing a good job there because they really did. That whole play was kind of good. Mm-hmm. Great got, cutback from him. It was a really good cutback. He had he, he had all his guys going to one side, and then the whole defense was on the other side. And he cut back and had a bunch of blockers all the way to the um, uh, five or five or six yards yeah. or something like that. And yeah, it was pretty good. So I think they should put him in. But as it stands, they have uh, Isaiah Pacheco at kick return and uh i think he's he's solid he got just under 600 yards uh didn't get any touchdowns and he had a long of 48 so solid i give him a four out of seven yeah i agree with you i think tony should be more of a return man i think he can be more of a game changer there unless they really you know get him going consistently on offense uh they also have punter tommy townsend who was an all pro last season so i ended up giving him a six out of seven for their special teams really uh okay I, I mean i guess if tony starts playing on that return side yeah i think i could see it higher for sure what'd you give their kicker harrison bucker i gave bucker a three out of five he, Same. he's like he's all right right yeah he hit 75 percent of his kicks last season but he did it he also set a career long of 62 yards and hit the game winner in the super bowl yeah uh 75 percent is kind of Less than optimal. Uh, yeah. You want to be hitting more than Man. that, personally. If I was out there, I'd be hitting more than that. We'll get to a kicker who hit more than 75% here in a little bit. We will. But Vegas currently has them at 11.5 wins. I'm going to take a strong over. Same. I don't think Mahomes has ever finished a season with less than 12 wins. Yeah. I think his worst is 12-4. and four. So I'm hitting that over big time. And then also all my points there added up. 84 out of a potential 105, making them my newest highest-rated team. Newest highest, yeah. Puts them right over the Bengals by a couple <laughs> points. So, yeah, the funny part is I gave a .5 or a half point in there. You would. So my overall was 83.5. Oh, wow. It's, that's the closest we've gotten to, to tying on one of those, to matching. Yeah, and I don't think we will anytime soon. I'm going to keep using half points. You um, would. I will. <laughs> I actually, that's the only team I think I used half points for. Oh. Uh, no, no, no. I, Was I you going to start editing mid-podcast? Uh, start giving some half points, yeah. You would. Uh, that, they're not my number one above. I have the Bills and Bengals tied right now at an 81. So they're a whole two and a half points over wow. um, over that. And so, yeah, I think a lot of that's from, I know, I know a lot of that's from the, the tight end and from the quarterback there. Yep. Uh, so, if uh, Josh Allen also got his 21, they would be just below tied. So Patrick Ooh, Mahomes, Josh really, Allen's terrible. Uh, understandably, yeah, it's it's a bit of a bummer that he's so trash. Uh, onto the Raiders, I believe. If that's where you want to go. That is where I want to go. What do you give their quarterback? Presumably Jimmy Garoppolo. I think he's all right. He's not the cutest quarterback. I think he's a good. He's hot though. Okay, yeah, he is the cutest quarterback. My bad. Uh, <laughs> he's not the best quarterback as a starter. I think he's a good backup and he's a good game manager. He's like just all right. He's just coming off of an injury and he did not. When pass isn't his, he? And he did not pass his physical. So yep. We don't know if he's going to be playing, but if he is, I think a healthy Jimmy Garoppolo is a twelve out of twenty. Mm-hmm. 
I give him a 13 out of 20. You know, he's good at when healthy, but he can never stay on the field, and now it's like, is he even going to take a snap for the Raiders? I mean, they better hope that he does because, I mean, they're already not like the cutest-looking team in the world, and then you take away the cute quarterback, and then you're stuck with uh, 38-year-old Brian Hoyer or rookie from in the fourth round, Aiden O'Connell. So uh, you want Jimmy to, to stick around. Yeah, that'd be good if he could pass his physical. Uh, excuse me. On to running backs, I had Josh Jacobs at a 7 out of 8 there. He had the most rushing yards this season. He was very uh, good. That's true. <laughs> That's all I got to say. I mean, he was really good. Uh, 1,600 yards is a is a whole lot of yards. He mm-hmm. got more yards than uh, Devontae Adams got receiving. This is Devontae Adams' best re- receiving year. Tack on the other 400 receiving yards Jacobs had. He was over 2,000. Yeah. Uh, 400 and uh, – yeah, 400 flat. Yep. And they also had 12 rushing touchdowns, no receiving touchdowns. I also had him at a 7 out of 8, but that 7 did not stay a 7 for long because best running back in the division, give him that 8 out of 8. Same here. Uh, on to receivers, what do you think about those? I think Devontae Adams is still one of the best receivers in the league. He's coming off you know, arguably his best season, 1,500 yards, 14 touchdowns. Uh, he's, he's a baller. He's still, I think, a top three receiver at least. He is league. him, yeah, definitely. Definitely. I think he's better than Justin Jefferson for sure. I'd still take him at one, but I'm also a Packers fan, so I'm still kind of biased for him. I, I think he's better overall mm-hmm. than uh, Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson just got fed the ball a lot, and I guess Devontae Adam did too. Mm-hmm. But they also had a really, really good running back. So, um, yeah. yeah. Jinx. Uh, There's I, also rumors that uh, Hunter Renfro won't be on the team by the start of the season, but currently he is on the roster, so we're counting him in there. He's coming off of a down season, but – I still think he's a good receiver to have. Uh, they also have Jacoby Myers, who they signed from the Patriots, who's been a productive receiver for them for the last few years, and Keelan Cole's also there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I give him a 9 out of 12. Same. Uh, on the tight ends, what do you think about those? I like their tight end room. Now, they did lose um, Darren Waller, traded him away to the Giants, who, when healthy, is one of the better tight ends in the league, one of the best tight ends in the league. But he's been... You know, struggling to stay healthy the last couple of years. That's the Giants' problem now. They went out and signed Austin Hooper, who's a good tight end. Uh, feels like the last couple of teams he's been on, the Browns and, and the Titans, they felt like he was going to be a star for them, and he was just okay. So hopefully teams kind of understand that now. He's not going to be some superstar tight end, but he'll be productive for you. They also uh, drafted Michael, M- Michael Mayer in the second round, who had 1,600 yards and 16 touchdowns combined in his last two years at Notre Dame. They also picked up O.J. Howard from the Texans, who never lived up to the hype of being a first-round pick for the Bucks back in the day, but he's some solid depth to have there at the position. Amen. I gave him a 6 out of 8. I give him a 4. Uh, they're losing Darren Waller, and Darren Waller I think was pretty good when he was healthy. Yep. Highest paid tight end in the league right now, I think, mm-hmm. still. Uh, so I guess they're kind of just a lot of new faces in that position, or a lot of yeah. Old faces that are not the best. Um, I don't think it'll be that good this year. I give him a four. All right, offensive line. I gave him a five out of ten here. They got Colton with the K Miller, former first round pick. He's all right. They got Andre James. He's a good center. 
Uh, they got a solid right tackle, but I mean, there's nothing crazy going on here. Pretty mid. Facts. I give him a six. <laughs> All right. Defensively, defensive line, also out of 15 here. Max Crosby had a fantastic season. He's just a fantastic player. 12 and a half sacks last year. Chandler Jones, though, that signing was a little bit underwhelming so far. He only got four and a half sacks last year. Uh, he did have the, the play of the season for the Raiders, though, and uh, Jacoby Myers, now on the Raiders, formerly on the Patriots, threw the ball right to him to end the game against the Patriots. Was that the guy who just, like, killed Mac Jones? That is. That, he's, a li- uh, he's a lineman? Uh, linebacker. Linebacker. Edge. Came down and just murdered that man. So at least he has that going for him. We'll see if he bounces back, but I'm not counting on it because he's not getting any younger. And then uh, in the middle of that defensive line, they got Jerry Tillery. He's okay. Yeah. I, I think it really does ride on Max Crosby. Without him there, it's uh, there's nothing. Yep. So I give him 11 out of 15 just because if, you're, if your D-line is just okay and you have someone that's really good on it, like if you're the Rams and you have Aaron Donald. Mm-hmm. That opens up opportunities for other players. That opens up opportunities for other players because they're usually double teaming the one guy. Or your team can, you know, you can get one-on-ones and you, you blow past your guy and, and you get sacks. And he did this year. So I gave him 11 out of 15. I gave him a 9 okay. out of 15. Because, yeah, I, I do feel like it is kind of just Max Crosby. If Chandler Jones does have a bounce back season, though, that that'd go up a few points. All right linebackers i gave them a four out of ten now they did take tyree wilson in the seventh overall in the draft and if he's a hit then you know this gets up to a few points but as of now i'm not too impressed with what they've got there with uh their current linebacking core yeah same i give him a five out of ten i think their draft pick could work out but chances are it won't yeah it's the raiders it's the raiders so yeah, felt like a very Raiders pick, you know, betting on the the potential of the player, and normally that's how you get like a Cleveland Farrell or someone like that. Mm-hmm. He's a former fourth overall pick by them in 2019. Didn't work out. He in the league still? I don't think so. He might be. If he is, he's not doing much. Cool. Secondary. I gave it a four out of ten as well. I'm not a huge fan of the secondary. Nate Hobbs and Duke Shelley are their top two corners. Uh, Who is got, that? Exactly. They've got uh, Trevon Morhig uh, and former Eagle Marcus Epps as their starting safeties. Just just meh. Amik Robinson? Amik? Amik Robinson? Amik Robinson. That's the word that I'm Another looking Another corner. For. Another corner. Nine passes deflected. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, not a lot of tackles. Not a lot of anything really besides the passes deflected uh two interceptions i mean just kind of mediocre so what do you give their secondary i give their secondary a four out of ten twinning twins all right to kicker now special teams actually i thought we were gonna because i put kicker on first remember from the last episode <sighs> yeah <laughs> i gave daniel carlson originally a five out of five but he's the best kicker in this division. Give him that Justin Tucker treatment, a 6 out of 5, because he's better than Justin Tucker. Based. Justin Tucker's bad. He's so terrible. Terrible, awful. Imagine being a kicker and singing opera. Stop it. Loser. He, I also gave him a 6. Yeah, he, he hit over 90% of his kicks the last three seasons. So That's, that's pretty good. Pretty freaking good. One of the best kickers in the league. Hopefully his brother 
will be just as good for the Packers. He didn't miss a game. He didn't miss a kick. Um, well, he Except didn't for the miss, ones he did. He, he didn't miss. They didn't have a backup kicker come out and kick for him. He, oh, okay. He took all the responsibility on his on his own scrawny little shoulders, and he did pretty good with it. Mm-hmm. Got 97% of his extra points. He missed one of them. You know, happens to the best of us. Yep. Especially since he's the best kicker in the league, so. Yep. Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer. Uh, special teams, what do you think? Gave him a three out of seven. Hey, twinning. DeAndre Carter is a solid return guy. Yep, that's it. Uh, what are your overall? I give him a surprisingly high 70 out of 105. Wow. I right? gave him a 68. Wow. So still pretty high, though, mm. for what I was expecting for the Raiders. They got the talent there. Now, I do think that Josh McDaniels is going to screw it all up because that's what he does as a head coach. Yeah, McDaniels, I'm so, you. Uh, I'm not expecting a whole lot from the Raiders this season. That's why I'm taking the under on the 7.5. Ooh, that's a good line, I think. Yeah. I will take under, though, because uh, they're bad. They just they feel like a, like a 4-5 or five win team, something like that. Dang, that low. I don't think... Well, I don't like Josh McDaniels. I think he's a bad coach, and as long as he's there, I don't think they're going to be winning a ton of games. Speaking of Josh McDaniels. How are you going to do this? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, the Chargers. Oh, yes. I I mean, or you just say the Broncos because of the former team he coached. I was going to, but the the Chargers were on top in my list here. So Okay, let's try that again. Speaking of Josh McDaniels, his former team, the Broncos, the is Chargers, also in this division. Or, uh, sorry, the Chargers. Uh, let's do the Chargers. What do you think about Russell Wilson? I think he's really good. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I think Russell Wilson was uh, hot, steamy crap this year. He That's was one way to say it. Yeah, he was kind of doo-doo. And, and speaking of doo-doo, he barely got more touchdowns than he has bathrooms in his house. You and keep talking like you're about to lead into like, some ad read or something. Speaking, Speaking of, of doo-doo, doo-doo have I've you ever tried by uh, Little poopery. Stinkers? <laughs> poopery, try it in your one of your 12 bathrooms. What'd you give, Russ? I gave him a 10. A 10, wow. You give Deshaun Watson a 4 in our AFC North episode? Yeah, I was salty. I feel like he's going to be – I feel like Watson's going to be better than Russ, and that's why I gave Russ an 8 out of 20. I, gave, I think I gave Watson a 10, maybe an 11. But I don't have a whole lot of hope for Russ. Sean Payton is there. So maybe he can fix him, but I mean the uh, I don't know the throws that Russ was missing. That's more than coaching. I feel like like that's wide open guys that he's just not seeing, and so I don't have a whole lot of hope for him. I do have a little bit of hope because otherwise he would have been like a four out of twenty. But I gave him that eight. Let's see if uh, Russ can have a comeback. If not, let's not see that actually. Then, I'd rather uh, not. That'd be a real bummer for him. Loser. To the backfield. <laughs> Javante Williams is, I think, set to be their starting running back. He was good as a rookie, but his season got cut short a year ago. He was only able to play four games. We'll have to see how he bounces back. If he doesn't come back healthy or you know, isn't the same running back, though, they do got Shamaje Pirine, who they signed, former Cincinnati Bengal. And whoop, whoop. I don't think he'd be a bad starter for them. He's averaged up to 4.8 yards per carry when he was with Cincinnati and scored 11 touchdowns in his few years there. Yeah, I really like Samoje P. Ryan. He's kind of a power back. He has He's a short little guy, a stout little fellow. Mm-hmm. Um, Good beard. What did I call him? What did I call the short, the short little guy last? Stout fellow or something? Stout, something like that. Yeah, he's a, he's a powerful man. And when when Joe Nixon was out, 
he he picked up the slack. He actually did really Big good. Time. Big time picking up slack. And I think he, he may be the starter by the end of this year. Uh, I think he's pretty good, but he's not that good. And uh, and he saved he saved my uh, fantasy league actually. He got me like twenty three points once, and I won by like a point. Saved your fantasy league that you had two wins in. That's correct, and I won the Pooper Bowl. So you did. Congratulations. Thank you, Samaj P Ryan. And for that, I gave him a five out of eight. I also gave them a five. I gave him a five out of eight. I didn't give them a five. To the receiving room now. And this is where my extra point went. It was between Denver and, and the Chargers for this extra point for the receivers. Ended up giving it to Denver, though, because they got Jerry Judy, who had nearly 1,000 yards and six touchdowns. Uh, they got uh, Cortland Sutton, who had over 800 yards and two touchdowns. And don't forget about Tim Patrick either. He did miss all last year with an injury, but last time we saw him in 2021, he was pretty good. He had over 700 yards and five touchdowns, so you get all three of those guys out there on the field. Heck, throwing K.J. Hamler as well. It's a pretty solid receiving core. Yeah, you'll have all those guys out there wide open and Russell miss them. So. Yep. Originally, I had him at a 10. Extra point gets him to an 11 out of 12. I also originally had him at a 10, and they stay there because I gave my extra point to someone else. Whoa. I wonder who. Tight end. They got Greg Dolch currently as a starter. He was a rookie last year. He had 411 yards and two touchdowns. They also have... Um, do you want to try to pronounce the other tight end's name there, John? Albert O. I I don't, but I will give it a shot. Yeah, let's see what you can do. <sighs> Nailed it. Yeah, I did. Akwagabubumanum. Oh, maybe no, you're Tom. pronouncing it. <laughs> He's a solid tight end. I you... gave that tight end a five out of eight. I don't know what I gave him because I'm not on my sheet right now. Oh, you should. Yeah, I should. What are you doing? I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, I gave them a 5 out of 8 as well. I didn't even need to look. I just, you could have just said whatever I said. I know, right? Copy so, and paste right there. I know. Offensive I know. line. Hot, stinky doo-doo. Gave him a 5 out of 10. It's a very meh offensive line. Garrett Bowles is an okay tackle, but he only played five games last year. They did go out and sign Ben Powers from the Ravens and Mike McGlinchey from the 49ers, who are both all right. So hopefully a little bit of improvement there. Yeah, but I don't think so. I think they're hot, stinky garbage, and they they um, sack yards that they lost, they lost 415 yards because of sacks, and they let their quarterbacks get sacked 63 times. That's too much. That's too many times. I think I'd do better than that out there. I wouldn't, but they're professionals. But it's nice not, to think. So it's nice to think about it, yeah. Uh, so I give them a 3 out of 10. It's nice to think about just Max Crosby just destroying just you. Just like pounding me, just like slamming Chris on Chris Jones back. just... Dude, I, I'm just going to be looking straight up from the ground as I see them run over me to like Miles Garrett taking his, your helmet off and then hitting you in the head with it. <laughs> I'd die. Yeah. I'd be dead. I w- there's no chance. But... At least I'm not pretending I'm a good professional like these fellows are. Uh, Well, not in the realm of football. These football players pretend like they can protect their quarterback, but they're liars. They're Mm -hmm. liars. I give them a 3 out of 10 because that's that's honestly too high for them. They're trash. Well, Denver does have a good thing going for them, and that's uh, pretty much like their entire defense. Mm-hmm. What did you give their defensive line? Give the defensive line. They run a 3-4, so their defensive line, uh, we can get up to 10 points, and then their linebackers go up to 15. Yep. 
Um, so I give their defensive line a six out of ten. Uh, it's better than their O line. True. I ended up giving them a seven out of ten. It's a pretty solid defensive line featuring DJ Jones and Zach Allen, who they signed from the Cardinals. Bars. All right, linebacking core now out of fifteen. Originally, I think I had them at a nine, but extra point bumped it up to a ten out of fifteen. The Randy Gregory signing from a season ago has been a little bit underwhelming, but he was only healthy for six games and only got two sacks his first year in Denver. So we'll see if he can stay healthy, and then if he can stay healthy, if he can produce as a pass rusher. Uh, They got uh, Baron Browning opposite him, who had five sacks last year, and then the inside linebackers they got Josie Jewell and Alex Singleton representing Montana State right there. And uh, they both had over 120 tackles. Yeah, Alex Singleton had 163 tackles. Yeah. It's quite a lot. I gave their linebackers a 13, or, uh, well, I gave them a 12, and then I gave them that extra point there. Or uh, 11, excuse me, and then I gave them the extra point. Give them a 12. So I gave them a 12, yeah. I was lying about the first one, but. That's how it happens. Not lying about the other one. Uh, Yeah, pretty pretty solid group of guys there. Mm Mm-hmm. And you know what I think is an even better group of guys, more solid group of guys? What is that? Is the secondary. What? They got Patrick Sertain, who's become one of the best corners in the league. He's locked down. He made first-team All-Pro last year. Bars. They also got uh, Justin Simmons at safety, one of the best in the league. He tied the league lead, I believe, for interceptions with six, which is also a career high for him. He also made second-team All-Pro. He's actually made second-team All-Pro three of the last four years. Uh, opposite him at safety, they also have Kareem Jackson. He's pretty good. Uh, you also got uh, Damari Mathis at corner, who was sold as a rookie. He had seven passes deflected. And you can't forget about Riley Moss, the first white corner in the NFL in just about 20 years. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, Justin Simmons is getting a bit old. He's 29 now. Ancient. Ancient fella. But I do think they're really good. What would you give him out of 10? I gave him originally an 8, but then extra point bumped that up to a 9. Originally, I had him at 7.5, and it upped him to an 8.5. Wow. So we're pretty close there. I just think they're a half point less good than you think they are. You do think that, huh? For real. What do you got their special teams at? I think their special teams is kind of dookie. Or not dookie, but just kind of not great. Why do you say that? Because of reasons. Let me let me get to my reasons real quick. Um, Their return, they had 420 yards altogether with their... What is it? With their four or five guys, and none of them were really that good. Um, what is that? Montreal, Washington had 340 yards. And apparently a kick attempt as well. And apparently a kick attempt. It says here it's their kicker, which we'll get to in just a second. And he has all these stats and saying that he kicked the football. And it says he played 17 games. And then Montreal, Washington played 15 games. And had uh, zero field goal attempts, zero field goals made, and then the rest of them were all zeros. I'm not going to say all that, but so I don't know why he's there. Maybe it was like a, a fake fake out or something, and he ran out and caught the. I don't know. Faked me Broncos. out on the stat faked sheet me, right yeah, there. Yeah, faked the, the Broncos bad. Faked us out. Yeah, so I'm in a three out of seven. Not that good. I also got him at three out of seven. Riley Dixon, he's back in Denver where he started his career as a punter, and uh, last year for the Rams he averaged a career high of 48.4. Uh, yards per punt flipping that field and you know they also got uh, Washington there as their return man who he was solid as a rookie returning kicks last year 
Now to the he kicker position. But... I give them a two out of five because hey. they traded away Brandon McManus to the Jags a few weeks ago. So now currently Elliot Fry is set to be their kicker. He hit uh he's hit five of six kicks throughout his career. He didn't play at all last year. I was all in twenty twenty or twenty twenty one. He had a long of forty four, and he also has missed two of his seven extra point attempts. Yeah, some hot garbage. I also gave him a two out of five. Uh, not much to say. They'll probably bring someone in by the time the season starts, I'd imagine. As it stands, two out of five. Yep. Uh, what do you get him overall at? Total points for the Broncos, a 65 out of 105. <laughs> I gave him a 64.5 oh, out on. of 105. I, uh, yeah, it's not, it's not secondary. Cause, uh, yeah, if you just were smart. <laughs> I think half points are you good. You were as smart as me. You'd put him at a 65. I think half points are good. You would say that. I did say that. All right, finally, we're going to be wrapping it up with those What's Los the over-under on Vegas? Charges. Also, yes, I like that. Uh, eight and a half. Eight and a half. I think strong under. I think under as well. Under you know who doesn't think that? Vegas. David. Wait, eight and a half? Yeah. It, David has... He's high on the Broncos. 95% of the time, David... The reason's unknown to me. David is a is a very based individual, and you can go see that on our podcast. We had three episodes with him. Four. four. We have four episodes with him. My goodness. Wow. Four best episodes of uh, my life. any media. Uh, you can go check those out. He's pretty based with most things. We did the draft. That was a good episode. Mm-hmm. But uh, One apparently, of our best. apparently he does not really understand who the Broncos are. So that's a bit upsetting. <laughs> uh, we love you, Chargers. David. Chargers. Love you, David. On to the Chargers. What do you think about them Chargers? I like their quarterback. Do you? Mr. Justice Herbert. Justice. Puts up some great numbers. He makes some insane throws, but it does almost feel like there's something missing there. Yeah, the touchdowns. He only had 25 of them. I was going to say, I don't know. There's just he. Maybe it's just because he plays for the Chargers. Chargers. Yeah, I think it's the Chargers effect or something like that. Maybe it's because the last thing we saw him play, his team choked to seven, or a 27 point lead in the playoffs mm-hmm. i don't know but it just there's just something off with justin herbert despite that i still gave him a 16 out of 20 i also gave him a 16 i tied him with lamar hmm. what uh, do you think's better between the two of them though <laughs> I, lamar is bad so justin herbert bad enough to be a 16 <laughs> bad enough to be a 16 uh justin herbert did throw for should have give herbert a 16.5 i haven't given a 0. 0.5 to a, a quarterback yet though actually um Herbert Herbert threw for 4,700 yards, and he threw 25 touchdowns. What? That's weird. Yeah, it was surprisingly low with the touchdowns, but he was second in passing yards. And yeah, I don't know what was up with the touchdowns. Austin Eckler did end up running for 13, though. Maybe that's it. So maybe that, I guess. But still, I mean, uh, even looking at Mahomes, it, you can see that he had what was it? He had 41 touchdowns. And then guys running, they had a combined, they had much more than, or, or not much more, but a, a little bit more than what Eckler had for touchdowns, those running backs on the Chiefs. So I, I, I don't know. Herbert's not that, I don't know. There's a weird taste in my mouth about Herbert. It's just he's not, it's like everyone's hating on Josh Allen, but like hate on Herbert. Like, mm-hmm. stop. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Herbert's like, he he's like Josh Allen if Josh Allen didn't run or get touchdowns or threw as many picks. 
he threw three less picks. He threw 10 picks with 25 touchdowns. Josh Allen threw three picks, had 35 touchdowns, and ran for a couple more. So, suck it. Speaking of Austin Eckler, earlier. Not spe- <laughs> yeah, yeah, keep talking. <laughs> I had that transition in my head, and I wanted to still use it. Speaking of Austin Eckler. What do you think about him and just the running back room as a whole for these Chargers? I think Austin Eckler is a good player and someone that I'd like to have on my team if I was out there. But I don't think he's the best running back. I, I don't think he's that good of a running back. He's It's good that he's back there because I don't think he'd do great at the receiver spot. But he comes out and he's wide open, so he gets thrown the ball a lot. Sounds like you hate Austin Eckler. I like Austin Eckler. He's really good in fantasy. So I'll prove it. How many points did you give him? I gave him a six out of eight. I also give him a six out of eight. Do you? You hate? I your, like Austin Eckler. I do also like Austin Eckler, but he had nine hundred uh, rushing yards and he had uh, seven hundred <laughs> receiving yards. Yeah. So that's kind of goofy a little bit. Yeah, he's he's real good like that. He also has scored. 38 touchdowns over the last few years. He's dangerous in the rushing game. He's dangerous in the receiving game. He can do it all, and he'll probably be on a new team next year. Yeah. Because the Chargers don't appreciate him. Send him to the Bills. For real. And then Josh Allen can dump stuff off because he can't throw deep because he's so inaccurate. Facts. They also got Joshua Kelly and Isaiah Spiller in the backfield, but this is Austin Eckler's show. For real. Actually, this is our show, but this is – Austin, come on. Come on, Austin. <laughs> we know you listen. Yeah. Next up, we got the wide receivers here. What'd you give them? I gave them 11 out of 12. Is that with your extra point? It is with the extra point. They're not as good as Cincinnati's, but they do have three pretty good receivers out there. Um, they have Austin Eckler. Uh, no, <laughs> sorry. They, they have Mike Williams, Joshua Palmer, and Keenan Allen out there. And that's a pretty good receiving room to have. None of them are like superstars you put them in your top 10 but they're all pretty solid they all had over well, 700 when, when, when keenan allen's healthy you might uh, sure but he only played 10 games this season yeah. you can't be you can't be a top 10 receiver and, and not be hurt. healthy you can't be a Come top on, 10 man. receiver and be hurt all the time so um it's just not allowed it's in the mm-hmm. rule book but they all had over 750 yards with um mike williams getting close to 900 yards that's pretty good and uh, with Austin Eckler receiving another 700, that's pretty good for a receiving room. So I liked him just a bit more than the Browns or Broncos, excuse me. Yeah, and you can't forget they also drafted uh, Quentin Johnston in right. the first round to add on to that. So they got four pretty good receivers uh, for Herbert to throw to. So I gave them a 10 out of 12. Based. Uh, what about those tight ends? Well, it's some more good weapons for Herbert to throw to. Starting off with Gerald Everett. I think he's a pretty good tight end. He had 555 yards and four touchdowns last year. They also got Darnold uh, Parham as the number two tight end there, who's also pretty solid. I ended up giving them a six out of eight. That's fair. I give them a five out of eight. Not much else to say about that. Tight ends. I think tight ends, uh, the only time really tight ends shine, and this is mostly true, I think, or for what I've seen for the one season I've watched, when you have good receivers, you don't really have um, good production with your tight end, especially when you have a good running back too. Um, you don't have as good of a time with your um, tight end. Like they don't get as many yards, they don't get as many passes thrown to them. But I mean, still, they're pretty good. Yep. Uh, yeah, not much to say besides all of that that I just said. That was a lot. How about that O line? Offensive line, I gave him a seven out of ten. Me too. 
They got Rashawn Slater, who was a fantastic offensive lineman, got voted to the Pro Bowl as a rookie, but then he only was able to play three games last year, so hopefully he can come back healthy. They also got uh, former first-round pick Zion Johnson going into his second season after a pretty solid rookie campaign. And they also have Corey Lindsley, who's one of the best centers in the league. So between those three guys and you know the rest of the offensive line, which is also solid, gave him that seven. Same here. And they run a 3-4 defense heading over to the other side of the ball. Yep. So uh, starting with that defensive line, I gave them on par with their O-line. Uh, I gave them a 7 out of 10. Okay. I was just below that. I gave them a 6 out of 10. You know, they got uh, Morgan Fox, Sebastian Joseph Day, and Austin Johnson as the starters there. It's a solid group. Fox did have six and a half sacks last year, but they are more of, you know, as a 3-4 scheme, more of the run stoppers. Yeah. Uh, talking about sacks. <sighs> Talk about... Transition. <laughs> I just didn't like what I said, and I just couldn't, couldn't figure out anything couldn't else. stop. Linebackers, Go out of 15. The... Thank you. Uh... <laughs> they got Joey Bosa, who, when he's healthy, he's great. That's the issue, though. He's uh, almost never healthy, it feels like. Khalil Mack isn't the superstar that he once was back when he was with the Raiders or his early days with the Bears. Um, they got Kenneth Murray, who's an all-right linebacker. They also signed Eric Kendricks from the Vikings, but he also isn't the player he used once to be. So I give them a, a 9 out of 15. I have a bit more hope in Joey Bosa. And his health. In his health, yeah. I give him 11 out of 15. Like we were talking about earlier with the Raiders, you really only need one good um, pass rusher. Pass rusher, yeah. But yeah. if he's only there for if five he's only games, there for, yes, that's the thing. Like, but this isn't just like a one season thing either. This has been like throughout his whole career. Yeah, that's why he's not as good as his brother. Loser. Defensive back. How about that secondary? <laughs> I gave him a six out of ten. JC Jackson was a big signing a year ago, but he's been hurt and he's been on the field. He hasn't quite been as advertised. He hasn't been as good as he was with the Patriots. They also have Derwin James, who, when he's healthy, he's an awesome safety. But again, a player that struggles with health. The Chargers just, historically, the Chargers just struggle with keeping their players healthy. Uh, they also got Asante Samuel Jr. Jr. as a corner. Jr. He's pretty good, and, and Michael Davis deflected uh, 12 passes. That's pretty good. At least 12 passes every year for the last three seasons now, so How pretty solid secondary. But a little bit underwhelming, both with J.C. Jackson's performance on the field and then you know the injuries that him and Derwin James have suffered throughout the years. Totally agree, because I don't really um, disagree. Tell me about their special teams, rookie. Yeah, their special teams is for sure. It's for sure there. Uh, they didn't get as many yards as I would have wanted them to if I was a Chargers fan, but none of those exist, so it's okay. They they just got barely over 500 yards on returns. Um, not that cute, but, uh, you know, that's that's it. Thank you. My notes were just, I love special teams. So, I give them a three. <laughs> I gave them a four. Whoa. That's crazy. How about kicker? I gave him a 3.5. I gave them a normal three. You want to bet we're going to be half a point off on our totals again? I don't want to bet, but I'm pretty sure it might be. Anyway, uh, they got Dustin Hopkins 
and uh, Dicker the Kicker, who are both solid, which is kind of surprising considering it's the Chargers, and they historically have had issues with kickers. Now they have two solid guys. Will they both make the roster, or will they have to stick with one? I don't know, but they're both solid kickers, three out of five. They're probably going to choose the worst one. Yeah, that's normally how it would go. All right, what is your total points for the Chargers? <laughs> Let's hear yours first. 72. Okay, uh, 76.5. Phew. Phew. Uh, yeah, they they are now above some other teams and below some other ones as well. That's I true. And get my lineup all straight. I have them above the Ravens by a, a solid three points. Well, that's what happens when you have a better quarterback. And below the Steelers by two. Oh, wow. I'm, I'm riding high on the Steelers, apparently. You really are. A sandwich right in between those AFC North foes. Golly. All right. What's that under over? The over under is nine and a half. Are you correcting me on my under over statement? Which is a tough line. Nine and a half. How many wins did they get this season? They had ten. And I don't feel like they've really gotten any better or worse. Vegas knows what they're doing. They've 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 done this a few times. What a bunch of jerks. Come on, man, I just want money. Come on, man. You know what? I I've gone under, I believe, on 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 two of the teams so far, and I got over on the Chiefs. I I'll take the over here. But just just ever so slightly. I'm going to take the under. I'm going to say they win eight games. Because that just feels like a Chargers thing to do. You said nine and a half? Yep. That That's a that's a hard line. And I think that's our best line from for, for this division. Yeah, I think the other ones were, I think, a bit easier. They weren't, they weren't completely easy. But Chiefs over 11 and a half, yeah. Raiders under seven and a half. They're not that good. Mm-hmm. Same with the Broncos under Same eight with and a half. The Broncos under eight and a half. I mean, they got four wins last year. I totally called it. So yep. Well, they got five. You said four. So. Okay. Well, I believe that they had four because that's what I called. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I think that's about it. Um, tell us your rankings for for these teams yep. or any team you really want. Don't forget to if you're on Spotify to vote down in the polls below. Yeah. What you think? Uh, who, which team you think is going to win this division? And uh, if you don't think it's the Chiefs. Go to YouTube and explain why. Please explain why. And then check yourself into a mental hospital or something. Yeah, I hope like I hope the whole team just gets injured, like, and then like in a way that they can recover from. But like, you know what I'm saying? And they'll still win the Super Bowl. They'll probably still beat the Bills, but um, <laughs> yep, that's normally how it goes. That's a script. It's well, a thank everybody event. for th- thank you, thank everybody for watching. Uh, we will come back with an. With a vengeance next week. With a, with a NFC team next week. NFC First time, North. NFC North hopping over. Now, um, we are actually planning to have at least one, potentially two guests on that episode. We'll see. We keep talking about having other guests, and we haven't. But we should have one. We'll Maybe see. two, if their mailman comes on the show. Uh, yeah. Uh, thank you, everybody, for watching. Uh, we'll, we'll see you next time. Let us know your thoughts in the comments or give us a review. We'll read all of them. Yep, do all those things. Bye-bye. See ya. <laughs> do you ever start the podcast earlier? I should. Before the crack. <laughs> so they called me in high school.